Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. How many of you out there are running your own business? Now, don't get hummock on that term, you know, running a business. I mean, if you're working for a company, you're running a business. You're trying to do your job, obtain recognition, pay raises, job security. You're in the business of basically promoting yourself within the company. If you're in full-time ministry, I guarantee you're running a business. If you're self-employed, you're running a business. If you're in the corporate world, you're running a business. Basically, unless you're in heaven already and left this earth, you're in the process of running a business. Amen. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. Our guest today is Robert Poole, a West Point graduate. Praise God. Because of that, of course, he's a former Army officer, as I was. He's worked in commercial and residential real estate and corporate recruiting, investment and sales, all prior to co-founding Total Business Results, a business-to-business, cold-calling, appointment-setting, and lead-generation marketing company. As an experienced business-to-business marketer, Robert and his marketing business was thriving. They specialized in cold-call marketing for other businesses for more than 22 years. Then, unexpectedly, he lost his business partner and found himself now running the company by himself with the workload that usually took two people and kept them busy. So we can understand how that kind of stress would rapidly build up to a dangerous level with not enough time in the day, every day, and and how that would drastically affect his personal life also. But he found himself drawing closer to God. And as usually is the case, God opened a way to untie himself from the day-to-day operations of the business and become an owner of the business instead of an operator in the business. And now he helps other entrepreneurs make that same transition from operator to owner, gain that free time. And if you're being honest with yourself, is probably the reason you entered the business world anyway. Amen. So I know I can use this information. Praise God. I'm looking forward to today's conversation. Hallelujah. Help me welcome to the program, Robert Poole. Praise God. Robert, thank you for taking the time to join us today. I do appreciate it. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Bob. Great to be here. This should be fun. Amen. Uh, the first question that I always start with is this. Other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Robert Poole? Uh, Robert Poole is, um, first of all, uh, a, a slave uh, and uh, to our Lord and uh, Savior, uh, Jesus. And uh, I'm a, a father, a businessman, um, and uh, hopefully a, a good citizen. Uh, we'll say it, all those things, you know. Amen. So a good husband. Don't want to forget that one, of course. Amen. Amen. And as we get started, I want to take the time to thank you for your time in military service. You know, I try to recognize every veteran that we get on the program because, you know, as we discussed before in our conversations back and forth through email, you know, I, I spent 12 years in the army and it's still a, as a cavalry officer and it's still a very much a part of who I am today. And I just enjoy talking to other vets who are blessing others 
as they continue down their path of life as well. So I thank you for making that sacrifice of that part of your life. Yes, uh, and thank you. Uh, likewise, um, but uh, I uh, I have a, a big heart uh, for uh, veteran business owners uh, as well because, uh, like you said, uh, we don't leave that behind. That experience right. that really affects us the rest of our lives and. The lessons I learned in the military uh, have just been invaluable in, in business and in life. So uh, we're very blessed to have had that experience. I agree with you. Yeah, amen. As a matter of fact, yeah, my family kind of gets sick of me using the military terminology all the time. You know, <laughs> but uh, like this morning, uh, at 4.30 in the morning, I take my son-in-law to the airport. And, uh, you know, so, okay, I'll be there at 4.30. And as zero four thirty hours, I pulled in the driveway. He goes, Exactly 4.30 is it? Cavalry time, plus or minus one minute. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's right. <laughs> I hit that LD on the dot every time. You know? <laughs> That's right. That, that, that means a lot in business and life these days. You, you can kind of tell a lot of times what kind of background people have just based on that. Exactly, exactly. Well, let, let's jump into the big upset in your life that basically got you where you're at today. You, you lost your longtime business partner in 2017 and that changed your trajectory for both your business and your life. And can you share some of the details and how that affected you personally and professionally? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, as you mentioned, you kind of gave my background. We had built up a very successful company and uh, we started from ground zero. Both of us had nothing. I was single at the time and um, we uh, we had a great partnership. He became like a brother to me and we were just family. And my wife used to refer to him as uh, my real wife because uh, I spent more time with him. With him, I've heard that term before. <laughs> yes, you know. Um, so I was very blessed. Uh, you know, unfortunately, in, in business, a lot of partnerships don't end up well. And uh, I think they say the divorce rate is higher than in the normal population with business partners. But I was very blessed. So, um, but we we had really complimented each other, and he handled a big portion of, of the company. And I handled the the rest, and he would handle. He was sort of the public face of the company. Um, you know, that he was more outgoing, gregarious type of personality, and he liked the spotlight, and I was the opposite, you know. Um, uh, although I'd had a background in sales and marketing, wasn't um, uh, I wasn't in a hurry to uh, to be the, the big cheese uh, standing out there in front of uh, everything. And uh, suddenly, um, it was um, the 4th of July in uh, 2017, uh, on, the, on the 5th, I, I came uh, into work uh, that morning, and he didn't. And um, Turns out he had had a heart attack the, the night before. Oh, and uh, so it was one of those just, you know, shocking things in life, you know, that you go through. And, uh, you know, so suddenly I was thrust into the spotlight of uh, being, you know, uh, solely in charge of this multi-million dollar company with all these employees. And, um, you know, and I wasn't used to the spotlight. And, you know, it's funny when you have a partnership, you always have a little bit of a mental crutch because, something goes wrong, you can say, well, you know, you know, <laughs> my partner should have, that. maybe that's his, partially his fault, you know, whatever. But, you know, now suddenly the buck stopped with me. And, you know, prior to that, I would be able to take plenty of time off. I took three weeks off my honeymoon, you know, I, oh, yeah. I was able to go to all my kids stuff, you know, just no big deal. And without a care in the world. And, you know, quite frankly, it didn't work that many hours, you know, um, just because we got in the business to that place. And, um, and then in one day that suddenly went away. And so there I was, uh, you know, at the office at four in the morning till seven at night, uh, trying to do things six, seven days a week and realized, uh, you know, I just couldn't handle this myself. And, um, and then there were all kinds of financial problems on top of it. Um, you know, uh, we, we had made the mistake of we had, um, you know, they call 
key man or key person policies, insurance policies on each other in yeah. case one passed away to buy out the other's uh, estate. And uh, unfortunately, we let our policies la lapse and because uh, we thought, oh, well, we'll get them done when we're in better shape. You know, we'll eat better in the next six months. And uh, that didn't happen. So suddenly uh, I'm uh, liable for literally millions of dollars um, to his estate that um, I didn't have the money for. So, um, you know, there was a lot of a lot of financial problems and things that you realize, oops, should have handled those uh, before. So uh, as as a business owner, if you have a partnership, uh, do not let that happen. I can tell you yeah. for, for sure. Um, and uh, so I, I mean, it was a really high stress situation. You know, I didn't know. Do I fold the company? Do I uh, try to sell it? Um, do I try to keep running it myself? And, you know, um, and it's time, it's those times in life when typically when you are faced with tragedy or real difficulty, when we tend to, to turn to God, uh, you know, when things are going great, we kind of, sometimes some of us forget he's even there, you know, it's, yeah. oh, thanks God. But, you know, I got this handled, you know, um, and, uh, you know, I'd been a Christian since, you know, I was nine years old and, um, grew up in a Christian household and everything, but you know my my faith had waxed and waned like a lot of people over the years, and um, and I wouldn't consider myself at that point, you know, real close to um, to God. But um, that situation really forced me to make some changes uh, in my um, view of life and uh, really what my my mission was, why I'm here, and uh, th and that was one of the biggest lessons is that it really forced me to change and, and realize, you know, a few things. And it all started by, it sounds so simple, you know, as a pastor, you know, us, us lay people, you know, um, but I just started reading the gospels at night. You know, I said, I'm going to start reading it no matter what, before I go to bed, I'm going to read 10 minutes, whatever, you know, and I started that habit and to still do it to this day. And Amen. the beginning of that habit is really what, what was the, what became the avalanche of changes in my life. Uh, if something as small as that, you know, um, so there's, there's a lot that goes into it, but that's kind of the, the situation that, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And you mentioned, uh, that Matthew 10, 29 is the big scripture for you. Go ahead and explain that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, um, throughout my life, you know, you, you hear different people say, well, everything happens for a reason. And then some people say, well, no, it's that, you know, or God's kind of hands off and, you know, again, as a pastor, you know, obviously know this stuff. Um, but for us, you know, um, the, the average kind of go to the sermon once a week Christian, you know, um, that, you know, doesn't spend a lot of time studying the Bible, um, I, which I hadn't. Um, I, I vacillated on that. But I in those readings, I stumbled on that that concept. Um, and Matthew 10, 29, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but basically that's the where Jesus is talking about worry and you know how we we shouldn't worry about tomorrow that uh, um that um uh, and he uses the example he said are two sparrows sold for a penny, and yet uh not one of them falls to the ground um without your father's consent. And that, that's kind of a mix of translations, but uh, but I think that's the best concept. And so I started to realize that my entire life, all these things that were happening to me, um, God was still completely in control. He's sovereign. And I didn't really, I guess it really, really hit home to me what that meant, sovereign, um, absolute control. Um, and, you know, so I started seeing other things throughout the Bible. You know, if, if you look at the first two chapters of Job, where he's having the conversation with Satan and basically tell Satan, okay, you can mess with Job, but you're not allowed to, you know, physically hurt him first. 
And then second time, you can physically mess with him, you know, his health and everything, but you can't kill him. And so in other words, even over Satan, God has complete control. And what that what that meant for me, what changed my mentality was that um, I realized that these things that were happening to me were actually happening for me, that God was using these things, um, these, quote, tragedies, uh, to help me grow as a person. And doesn't mean that they're necessarily pleasurable, or, you know, or that I wouldn't want to have my business partner back. But, um, you know, we wouldn't be talking today, for instance, uh, yeah. if, if that hadn't happened, because, yep. Yep. Um, That's right. you know, uh, it forced me to change who I was uh, and who I was in business and who I am as a person, you know. Um, so it, it all really started that. And again, it started with that little tiny habit of, you know, and I you know, admit, you know, I'm not a great studier. You know, I just kept reading, you know, just like I was reading a novel and over and over and over again, you know, and it started yeah. to sink in, you know. So, yeah. um, but it all kind of started there, you know. Amen. Yeah, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And, you know, the uh, you talk about, you wouldn't be where you're at today. You know, if I would have been promoted, uh, I got out in 1989. So it was a couple of years before the first call for, but if you're familiar with what happened over there, desert storm, when they did that 600 mile end run to come in behind them, uh, our unit was attached to that task force. So I would have been probably a, at least a troop commander, oh, if wow. not, you know, in, working in S3 or something like that for that movement. Right. But seeing as how I got out in 89, uh, you know, I, I didn't do any of that. And you know, the, to this day, that's still, you know, it's like, mm, you know, I trained my whole life for that type of thing. Yeah. But God knew where he would need me now. And mm -hmm. I can, I, I, I tell my wife all this, all the time, I can guarantee that if I had not gotten out then, I would not be doing what I'm doing today. I can guarantee it, yep. you know, because I, I might not be here one, you know, mm -hmm. or things could be different, you know, but uh, without going up, but yeah, God is in control. That same scripture has got me through a lot. <laughs> it really yes. has. You yes. know? When, when you, and, you know, it reminds me of the story where uh, two old guys, deacons of the church were standing out front and, you know, things weren't going good and they're talking about it. And they said, well, I think we should pray. And one said, I think we should pray. And the other one said, has it come to that? When things go wrong, finally, they said, why don't we pray to God about this? And God's like, finally. <laughs> yes, you know, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's so funny because as humans, we're, we're just, uh, we're so comfortable with the status quo that, yeah. that God, you know, he, he has to push us, you know, he has to get us to, to grow, to do things, you know, because if he just leaves us alone to do our own thing, it's like, we won't do anything, you know, uh, exactly. make the wrong decisions, you know, so um, uh, being, being pushed into things is, is a, oh, yeah. can be a very good thing, you know. Amen. Amen. Uh, of course how, do, how does social media promotions tie into business to business marketing in this day and time, which it seems like social media is all, you know, cat pictures and what you're eating for breakfast and, you know, TikTok dance videos. How does that, how can you tie social media into business to business marketing today? Uh, well, and apologize if you can hear a horn honking for some reason, somebody's alarm is going on outside my office. Uh, 
But um, yeah, no, social media uh, is, um, you know, of course, when I started, you know, we all started with cold calling back in, you know, I got started in the mid 90s, you know, I got out in 96. And, um, and there was no social media per se, you know, and uh, so I started the old school way of marketing, you know, and, um, you know, so people ask that question a lot these days, you know, um, and I've been on a few digital marketing podcast to address this issue, you know, um, you know, is cold calling still relevant for one? Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's changed certainly from the getting calls at your dinner table, you know, type of, <laughs> uh, you know, thing that, that doesn't happen anymore, thank God, you know. Um, but, um, uh, but it's, it's like any marketing tool, I think, um, it has to be used in the right situation, you know, so when you use something like cold calling, um, you can use that as a part of a strategy, um, and if you use it with something like social media, with digital marketing in general, um, they can enhance each other. You can get that syner- synergy that you can't get using either one of them by themselves. And so, um, you know, and of course, it has to be the right particular um, uh, technique for the right company, because, you know, every guru out there will tell you that, oh, you know, you got to run Facebook ads or you've got to do SEO or PPC or whatever, you know, um, or you got to do cold calling or, you know, got to do networking, you know, any number of things. And, and of course, uh, that's generally what they're selling you is whatever they're telling you is, <laughs> is going to yeah. work for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just know. happen to have the the tool that'll help you with that. Yes, we got the Holy Grail for you right that's here. Right. Right. Um, and I, we just happen to offer it. Um, but uh, what I found is that, you know, um, most marketing techniques are not going to work for your company. And that sounds bad. But um, the uh, the truth is that there are a few marketing techniques um, for your particular company based upon your industry, based upon how you run things, your personalities, um, based upon your customers, all those factors that go into it and say, you know, is that um, is this particular technique going to be the most effective? Uh, and we should put all of our efforts into that. So, um, you know, things like social media, you know, tend to, um, for instance, if you want to, uh, let me put it this way, uh, if you want to compare and contrast a, like a cold calling type of thing generally works with higher ticket items, you know, um, if you're selling a, you know, $100,000 CRM system to a corporation, you know, you're probably not going to run a Facebook ad and get, and get somebody to, Hey, I'll put that in my shopping cart, you know, right. um, right. But, oh, you know, that again, if you're, yeah. <laughs> Do you take PayPal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, so if you, but if you're selling, you know, a $27 widget or whatever, you know, I mean, you're not going to cold call somebody about that. So again, it, it it's uh, dependent on the situation. And I think we sometimes, um, you know, try to, you know, uh, do everything for one. Uh, we try to, you know, we've got to, I've got to do social media. I've got to do cold calling, got to do networking. I got to, you know, you go through this list because uh, we think we're supposed to do all these things as a business owner. But the truth is that we, we only really need to focus on a couple things in a couple areas, find out which ones are best for us and focus on those things. Um, and so, and, you know, usually the best way to do that is trial and error and a little bit of testing, you know, um, and anybody who's involved in social media knows that testing is, you know, the, you know, the number one thing you got to do, but I think it applies to just marketing in general, you know, from a wider standpoint. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Hey, folks, Pastor Bob here. <laughs> We're all out of time for today's portion of this great interview with Robert Poole. Now, you may not have had a drastic event like the loss of a business partner or friend bring you to the basically brink of collapse, but 
I can almost guarantee that every person listening right now can relate in some way to Robert Poole's story. Amen. I mean, if you're in business, it is so important that you start now to take care of all the what ifs. Robert's story was successful because they had a start had started to pre-plan events like this. And it's just that he wasn't completely set up to have the business run itself without his active daily participation. Now, I can relate. Oh, oh boy, can I relate. But that's why we bring you this kind of information so you can learn from our mistakes and start to make those positive changes right now. Amen. Drop down the show notes, reach out to Robert Poole, take him up on his special offer, and start making those positive changes right now while the pressure's not on you as much. Amen. And be sure to come back for the very next episode as we'll be continuing our discussion with Robert Poole. Till next time, this is Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.